sermon podcast of Dan Roschke, pastor of Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Fairfax, Virginia. For more information about Bethlehem, visit our website at blclife.org. But now, here's Pastor Dan and his sermon for today. Friends in Christ, grace to you and peace from God who is with us. Amen. Highly quoted author, speaker, and consultant, at least in Lutheran circles, I, I think certainly beyond, Peter Stanky. Did he ever come here to Bethlehem? Peter Stanky writes a great book called Congregational Leadership in Anxious Times, and he notes there, and certainly in other places, the root of the word disaster. You know what that word literally means? It comes from that negative Latin prefix dis, D-I-S, connoting not being able to do something or lack of something, and aster, star, asteroid, astrology. So literally, a disaster is when you have no star to follow. Isn't that interesting? Ancient sailors losing their way at sea in the fog and the clouds no star to follow. It's a literal disaster. Contrast that to this day's text, the journey of the Magi as we celebrate Epiphany this Sunday. They had an aster, a star to follow, and they did. Disaster is when we have no star to follow. The problem is there are lots of stars in the sky. (laughs) Which star are you at least tempted to follow this new year? Is it the star of fame and glory? The star of popularity? The rock star? The pop star? The sports star? The military star? The political star? Probably not. (laughs) We're a humble lot. I don't know people immediately who are going after those things. But there are lots of stars Maybe it's more like the star of achievement in terms of good grades through our whole life. The gold stars of school and diplomas and accolades, good works. Or just the star of joy at successfully checking things off the list. Are you tempted to follow maybe instead the star of uniqueness? I will be different than everyone else, more passionate, more artistic, more skeptical, the devil's advocate in all places and times. I will stand out, even in small ways. Or do you follow the star of information? If I can just gather and learn all the data, that's the key. Or might you tend to follow the star of security, safety, at all costs. Protection. Isn't there actually even a a feature in cars called OnStar? (laughs) Assurance and more insurance that me and mine will at least be covered. Even if everyone else is screwed, I'm going to protect this. And that's the star. So many stars in the sky, friends. Perhaps it's the star of keeping peace at all costs. You know, the star of avoiding conflict. If everyone is at least peaceful and there's some sense of harmony, 
Or is it the star of needing to be needed? Hard to find the star of Bethlehem amid all the competing stars. Amid all our desires and tendencies and wanderings. It's worth it here, I think, in January to stop and ponder. What are you going after? Consciously? Subconsciously? I can go after achievement, the first example. I'm trying to become more aware of it. But checklists, you know, that's my ballpark. That's why I hate being sick and missing days. I can't achieve. I can't do, do, do. And in that way, groundedness, being grounded, I mean, being isolated, being quarantined, can actually, I hate to admit it, can actually be an opportunity of growth for me just to be, just to trust, just to be be present where I am in the moment, not trying always to prepare, forecast, plan for more accomplishments. Just, how's that psalm go? Be still and know that God is God. What star are you going after these days? How might we follow instead the star of Bethlehem? Here's one clue. Stop looking up. For Christ always comes to us from underneath. From where you'd least expect. From the manger, that's the feeding trough, you know. From the shepherds from those who are poor, from earthly stuff, regular stuff, gritty stuff like wheat, grapes, and water, like sheep, and night shifts, and vulnerability, like broken and flawed people, hurting congregations, tragic situations, from simple everyday moments amid hectic schedules and frightening seasons. None of that's up there. The Magi, the text says, bow down to pay him homage. Bow down. Look around on the floor of our world to find the Christ child, friends. Look to Bethlehem. That is the most out of the way, insignificant, underneath little town. They go through Jerusalem in this text, which is up high on a hill. That's where the palace is. That's where the temple is. They go through Jerusalem up high on the hill and then descend down into the valley where they find Bethlehem. That's where the star, the light of Christ, stops and stays. Shines down. This is such a powerful story, this Epiphany Sunday, because it has cosmic implications. This love and presence of Christ that comes from below has the ability to move the stars. Dante wrote, God's is a love that moves stars. This love and presence of Christ that comes from below has the ability to call people from all corners of the earth to gather at this manger to praise and adore, and then to go home by a different road changed. It means God's love for you calls you as far off in a distant land as you might be, 
as distracted or as disastrous as your life might be, as downtrodden or hopeless or sick or afraid as you might be, God's light, albeit hard to see at times, God's star rises in the east, the bright morning star, symbolic of hope and a new day. Christ Jesus' star shines away down the path of this new year, 2024. This new year of life that God has given us. The same star that world leaders saw. Three kings, as our songs and art pieces show. World leaders, the wealthy and powerful and wise. The same star that guided them, that came to them and lit their path, comes to you and guides you even today. That's how dear you are to God. Not forgotten in some far-off land, but forgiven and guided, called together and sent out. Love the cover on our bulletin again today. The artist uh, says that the sun in the, in the picture is meant to represent that star. It looks like a sun. It's great big. Um, and it was, it's symbolic of the enormity of God's love and God's call and God's grace. But, but how at least the, the two magi in the back are looking to the side. I wonder if they're looking to Herod or they're looking back. or they're, they don't. Even while the animals are carrying them forward. I, there's so much in that image. I, I think there's implications about creation, teaching, even leading us. Um, but how real the distractions can be, the disaster can be, kind of looking off in another direction. It's not easy to follow the star. But what a gift, that Bethlehem star, that eastern star in the sky is for us. God's love for you moves stars. And so in response, not because we have to, but because we can't help it, in response, we bring our gifts, our gold and frankincense and myrrh. What is that for you? What are our treasures that we bring from our regions, from our local riches, our pride and joy, and then looking down, bowing down, kneeling down? What do you pay homage to Christ with? We lower our treasures, the things that we have gathered or handcrafted or worked hard to extract or synthesize or harvest. How can we lower our whole lives to the Christ child? What can we bring? How might we serve and give and trust evermore in this God with us through little Jesus? Friends, we need not dwell in disaster, for we have a star to follow. Amen. A star of love, a star of life, a star of hope, a star of healing, a star of forgiveness. Siblings in Christ, we too have been changed by this star. So changed, so transformed that we're about to pray for people beyond just those we like and love. Our rubrics for the prayers of the people each Sunday 
say, having received the word of God's relentless grace and faithfulness, we can't help but turn outward and pray for others. The love of Christ compels us. The star compels us, turns us outward. Our prayers, and not just our prayers, our words and our actions, our ministries here at Bethlehem and beyond aren't just focused inward. It's not just about us and our building and our people and our success or our failures, right? No, we can't help having received this relentless grace guided by this star of love. We can't help but reach outward to people and situations far from our own even if those are people and situations right here in our own neighborhoods. We can't help but turn outward to people from faraway lands, like the Magi in the story. We even pray for our enemies, for the Herods in our own nation and across the world. That's how transformative this Christ star is. We have been changed by this star, so changed, so transformed that we have hope in the midst of the long winter's night. We have a way and that way is Christ and that way is love and that way reaches beyond borders and oceans. Even when the whole world comes crashing down around us, God's people looking down, not gazing up, looking down at this earth, God's people Find those who are hurting, those who are oppressed, those who are sick and lost and excluded, and there with them is Christ. That's how changed we are. It's, it's January. I always think about Rome in January because that's when I went there on this uh, tour of the early church. And that's where I learned about this island in the middle of the Tiber River, Isola Tiberina, which just means Tiber Island. And, and, and now there's a hospital built actually on that island. And it's one of the best women's hospitals in the city of Rome. But in ancient times, it's the place they dumped all the people who had any kind of deformity at birth. It's where they left criminals. It's where they put sick people. It, it, was, it was merciless. But the Christians would cross this pretty fast racing river to help the people on that island. That's how changed we are. And that's what it meant to be Christian. They would gather underground in those churches, in those homes, in those small, small groups. And they would break bread and they would read scripture together and they would lift one another up and then they would go out to the island and to other small hidden places in the culture, in the city, in the streets. And they would be with those who were oppressed, who were sick, who were lost, who were hurting. We have been changed by this star, so changed that we go home now by another road, so changed that we're going to lay down our sword and shield down by the riverside as the old spiritual goes. We're going to hammer our tanks and our guns into stethoscopes and gardening tools to modernize Isaiah's vision of hope. We are so changed that now we practice peace, not just pray for it, we practice it. That now we're not going to go back to Herod. The road of violence is not our road. We're going home by a different way. For God has given us a star. We are free of disaster, friends in Christ, for we have a star. 
And in that star is the hope and the salvation of this whole cosmos. And in that star is your freedom and everlasting life. And in that star is peace. Thanks be to God. Amen. at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, thank you for listening. Check us out again soon. And to learn more about our national church body, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, visit elca.org. Goodbye for now. And remember, God's outpouring of grace and peace never runs dry. Here's to a new day. Evangelical. That was terrible. To learn more about our national church body. Start over, start over. (laughs) Okay. Is that hard? No, not really. Pretty easy? Yeah. You could edit.